Hey guys. So, did you know that years after World War II, some bombs were still found in Germany? And yeah, some even in Japan. Now, these bombs were found lying in places uh, that, you know, maybe somebody just got a new land or a new property and just found a bomb and stuff. Now, here's what's most interesting to me, really. The bombs had been lying there but had been dormant for one reason or the other. They did not explode or carry out the desired effects, or what you would say. Um, they were not effectual or effective, thankfully, though, in our case. Um, but still, I learned while reading up some things online that some actually did explode, some actually caused um, serious damage to the environment. So, but here's the thing they had been lying dormant for years. They had the same capacity to explode, they had the same capacity to cause damage, they had the same capacity to do big things. But for one reason or the other, they did not do any of that. Now, we've been talking about effective Christianity for a while and I love that analogy because it just brings to bear the truth that you can have so much power in you as a believer but that power might not be showing forth. It might not be showing in your health, it might not be showing in your finances, it might not be showing in your life, it might not be showing in any area of your life whatsoever. People could look at you and they would have no way to tell that you have so much power because it's not showing. Now, so we've been discussing about effective Christianity for a while now, saying that Philemon 1.6, Paul writing to Philemon says that the communication of your faith might be effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing in you, in Christ. And we talked about how it is important for even God, God wants us to know that we should have an effective faith. Uh, welcome to the Bible Simplified with David. My name is David and you're welcome. Alright, so that was just a short intro for today's podcast. Today's podcast, I will be dealing on two things practically. Um, Well, two things generally. One is that I'm going to talk about some very practical steps you could take from today that I assure you in less than three months, you would see a massive difference in your life. In fact, I was going to say 30 days, but you know, let's just be, let me just give extra room. But yeah, it's something that I'm so sure if you start taking these practical steps from today, there will be a difference in your life as a believer, right? And then two, I'll just discuss about how it is possible for a believer to have so much power in him and it would not show, right? Because I think some people do not know. um, Oh, wait, sorry. Let me mention this as well. Um, I've got comments, um, people that know me personally have been reaching out to me say okay there's a way if there is a way for this to be interactive it will be a lot fun a lot more fun so yes i created an email address the bible with david at gmail.com that's t-h-e-v bible b-i-b-l-e with w-i-t-h david d-a-v-i-d so the bible with david at gmail.com so if at any point you listen to any podcast and you have some questions or some clarifications you could just send me a mail and i would respond asap as soon as possible Alright, so let's go back to today's podcast, Effectiveness. Somebody was telling me the other day how, basically asking, is it possible that a believer can have so much power and still maybe die like a chicken or still maybe just live in a defeated state? And I said yes. I said yes not just because I was trying to be swift or because I was just trying to give a normal answer. I said yes because the Bible actually teaches so. And I have about three scriptures that I want to show you today to elaborate that point the scriptures are very dear to me well as with other scriptures but i love the scriptures 
particularly because they uh, are very emphatic on what exactly can happen to a believer's effectiveness. Alright, so let's jump straight to the scriptures. First scripture I'm going to read to you is this. Galatians chapter 5 verse 6. And I'm going to read from the Amplified Version, the Classic Edition. Um, I want to read it out loud so that you can hear for yourselves. And I'm going to read it rather slowly. Well, not so slowly, but I'm just going to read it. It says, For if we are in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything, but only faith activated and energized and expressed and working through love wow <laughs> it says if you're in christ jesus nothing counts not your circumcision or circumcision all that stands for not your many many activities right but it says not your circumcision or circumcision not things according to the law but only faith that is activated and that's what i want to point out to you it says only faith that is activated and energized and expressed working through love so it's important it says faith can be activated energized and expressed the king james let me just read the king james give me a minute galatians 5 6 the king james version this is what it says it says for in christ jesus neither circumcision availed anything nor uncircumcision but faith which worketh by love now here's interesting the word worketh there is the word energio which is almost similar to the word energies in philemon you remember from the first podcast philemon 1 6 energies means to be activated now the word here faith that worketh is the word energy which means to be operative to be operative which means that it, it can it's possible to have faith that is not operative like the bomb we spoke about earlier is there and it has all that power maybe even nuclear power but it's not just activated so it cannot operate it has the potential but the potential has not yet been translated to kinetic okay another scripture um first thessalonians 3 20 First, sorry, I'm getting my head. I'm getting ahead of myself. Actually, it's Ephesians three twenty that I'm that I'm using to mix up with First Thessalonians. The one in First Thessalonians is actually First Thessalonians chapter two, verse thirteen. It says, "For this cause also we thank God without ceasing, because when you received the word of God which you heard of us, you received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God which effectually worketh." That word worketh again is the word energy, which is to be operative. It says, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. So he says, when he was talking to the Thessalonians, Paul, he says, when I came to you and I spoke to you, thank God you received the word of God, not as somebody speaking to you. Like, for instance, you are hearing me now, you might know this is just a normal guy speaking, right? But when Paul was speaking, they didn't say, oh, it's just a normal guy speaking. They took it as God was speaking to them, right? And so because they took it that way, they believed God's word. And so Paul says, because of that the word worked effectually in them so he says for this cause also we thank god without season because when you received the word of god which you heard of us which means they're the ones that spoke it but it was the word of god he says you received it not as the word of men but as it is in truth the word of god which effectually worked also in you that believe so you see there's a way that the word can work effectually and he put a condition he says it works effectually in the person that believes not in everybody the other one, he says it works through love. He says it works effectually in those who believe. So it is possible for it not to be at work. So I think the the probably one of my favorite verses in this one is the one Ephesians chapter three verse twenty. All of these verses you can study them later, just to be sure. Um, Ephesians chapter three, verse number twenty. 
It says now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. Now, everybody always stops there and like, wow, yeah, God can do everything exceedingly abundantly above what we ask or think. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not the end of the verse. Actually, the verse puts a comma there and it says according. The word according is, is like in proportion to, which means it gives a condition for that. And people don't want to maybe admit this, but it is true. It's the word of God. It says according, which is with respect to, in proportion to the power that worketh in us. Now, there's power in us, but it's not just the power. It is the power that worketh. So, God is able to do exceedingly, accordingly, abundantly. Sorry, just saying a lot of lily, but God is able to do a lot, but it's according to the power that is at work in you. Think about it this way. God has unlimited water. He has unlimited water, but the size of your pipe determines what you receive. So if somebody comes with a 2mm or very tiny pipe, what just flows to the person is little because that is the one that has been activated, quote-unquote. But if you come with a very big pipe, then you can take a lot. A lot can flow through you. So it says according to the power that worketh in you. So, so the first question that you then ask yourself is, Oh God, how do I make this power to become active, to be operational? Again, it's interesting to know that in that place, the word work it again is the word energies, which also means to be operative. So, in the matter of two or three reasons, the matter is confirmed. I didn't even add Philemon, I didn't even add to make it four, but I mean, I just took three basic scriptures that you probably already know to show you that the Bible does say something about the power in you being operative. It's big, it's explosive, it can change the world, but it needs to be active. It needs to be at work. It needs to be effectual. It needs to be effective. And so, we need to do something to energize it so somebody can say hey, he's a christian and the bible says that uh, long life will satisfy us but how come he just died anyhow the truth is was that particular one at work i mean there are lots of things that go on but yeah I, I mean god help us what what god is telling us is that we have a responsibility to ensure that the power we have the faith we possess our participation in the faith our communication of the faith our koinonia with the faith is energy is active is effectual Right, so I said I'm going to tell you some practical steps, which is why I'm going to end the podcast today. The practical steps I'm going to tell you, um, these four things that you can start to do from today, and in about two or three months, you will see a massive difference in your life. Commit to it every day, and I assure you, you'll see a big, big difference in your life. Number one is study. Um, look at what has been said about you in Christ, and know know it think about it try to understand exactly what he's saying just with your normal mind you don't go too far just think about it like yeah think about think about how you are probably reading a normal school textbook and you want to understand what the author is saying just think about it that way think about the scriptures think about you know where it is said in christ of you in christ and then sit down with it and just try to understand it and try to see how you know what it means really then number two, acknowledge it. Agree with it. See, write it out and then tell yourself that this is true. It might sound too off point. For instance, um, it says you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It might sound too awkward. It might sound like a lie because you know, you, you, you that are listening to me, you know yourself and you know what you do and you know what you carry. And you say, ah, I'm not the right. Me, I know I'm not the righteousness of God in Christ as well. You see, there's always a distance between belief and manifestation. In the kingdom of God, we believe before we see. In the world they see before they believe and that's what jesus christ told thomas doubting thomas uh, until i touch until i do this i won't believe and jesus told him ah well blessed are those that believe before seeing 
So there's a whole blessedness that comes with that. Why? Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. God wants you to take his word at it. He wants you to take his word for it and just act on it. Right? Beyond that even, the whole universe is operates by a system of words and faith and we are going to rule the world to come and all of that. So really, we need to be trained. God is training us for things bigger than this earth. So we need to learn faith, really. <laughs> um, it's not just about getting your needs met. It's about understanding the pattern operation of God. Right? So Jesus Christ says, have the faith of God or have faith. In God, right? So that's what I was saying. Number one, you need to study just normally, just a normal kind of study. Number two, you need to acknowledge those things, which is just to say them out loud to yourself. Then maybe just start maybe ten from today. Go to the Bible. Yes, don't disobey this instruction. Just go to the Bible and look for ten and write them out, and then begin to tell yourself that this thing is true about you. Let me give you a story about a pastor, a very popular pastor. He said his name and he said it on the pulpit. So I'm not. Um, I'm not going to hide to about it. You you know this pastor, right? Um, this pastor. Well, maybe I shouldn't mention his name. Well, anyways, most people in Lagos know the pastor, Lagos, Nigeria, because he's, he's a good one. He said he was a smoker before he got saved. Finished from the University of Lagos. He was a smoker before he got saved. And so he was a bit somewhat addicted to it, smoking all the time and all of that. Um, well, after I got born again, he still felt the urge and desire to smoke, but he knew that this was not God's best for him. So he he actually just took the scriptures and the rest of the crisis and he started saying it. Now he said what what actually happened was funny because he would be puffing and the rest of the crisis, which means he was in the midst of everything tough. He was still agreeing with God against hope. He believed in hope against all odds. He was still saying what God said about him. He was saying it out loud. He was his mind was fighting him. His emotions were fighting him. You are a liar. You are, you are just fake and all of that. But he knew he sincerely loved God. He sincerely believed God. But he was caught in a trap in an addiction. So he was like, no. And the rest of God cried Jesus and, and just kept saying it against. You know how if you've been there, you know how your mind fights you. You know how you feel like you're a hypocrite. You don't feel like praying. You don't feel like going to church. You don't feel like doing anything if you fall. But at those point you need to really agree agree with god and shout i am the watching and say it 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 he said that he kept doing that until one day he just did not feel the urge for that anymore the urge literally just left the, the reality his spiritual reality his physical reality had caught up with the spiritual reality and that was the end for him to date Right, so whether it's lost or anything, I could give my own practical examples, but because of the time, I would not go into that. Maybe some other time I'll tell you. But here's what I'll tell you: true, 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 true to His word. God does not lie. Let God be true. Let every other person be like It is in the Bible. We are not making it up. He's the one that said it. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. If you agree with it, if you acknowledge it, and if you keep saying it to yourself over and over again, you will see practical changes in your life. So yes, and the third thing I was going to say is to pray, the Pauline prayer. You could find it in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17. You could also find it in Philippians chapter 1 and Colossians chapter 1 where it says, I pray for you. Just pick out those prayers and say it. I pray that he has a mind and be enlightened. Now what happens when your eyes are enlightened that you begin to see things differently? Yeah, that he has a mind and be enlightened that, you know, that I might know, that I might know. Something happens to your eyes. It's like the veils drop from your eyes. You begin to see that you are crucified with Christ. Galatians 5, 6, something I use personally and it helped me a lot. I kept saying it. It says, those that are Christ have crucified the sinful nature with his passions and desires thereof. I am a Christ. I belong to Christ. Yeah, so I've crucified my sinful nature. So when he's rising up, I'll tell you, no, you don't, you're not, you don't belong here because you have been crucified. Right? So yeah, I mean, praying the prayer for you to actually see it revelational knowledge I mean where God opens your eyes to see the truth because prayer works and prayer is effective and then of course studying 
and then also acknowledging which is just speaking it not being ashamed to say it to your friends your friends that probably know you for one addiction say it to them say it to yourself you might look like a fool but believe in your heart trust god especially you know i'm not talking to those who are just comfortable in sin and just i mean those who you know you are tired of that state and you want to come out you're tired of all that rubbish right let me just add here that yeah there is a place where people can lay hands on you and virtue can be released and then you come out of that stuff like that it actually does happen for instance when jesus told the woman go and sin no more he, what he spoke was not just letters he actually released life and spirit that enabled her live above sin right so yeah a pastor who has virtue can pray over you i know that also from experience but he can pray over you and all that but here's what i'm going to tell you even that is just something that God provided to kickstart your faith. So if you like go for 10 deliverances, 100 deliverances, you will still come back to the point where you have to live by faith. And you have to overcome by faith. Where you now have to practicalize these things I'm telling you. And I, I don't know, I feel like someone here doesn't want to do the work. Someone hearing me doesn't want to do the work. And God is reminding you today, do the work as a believer. Yes, there is the good works, not the work of the law, but the work of faith. Do those works and see the results in your life right um, right so God bless you let us pray father in the name of Jesus help us to commit to these things to pray to study to acknowledge um, and help us to know that you place so much power in us and help us to begin to work to make it active in the name of Jesus Alright guys, thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, I'm just going to say, if you have questions or anything, feel free to reach out to me again at The Bible with David. That's T-H-E-D Bible, B-I-B-L-E with David at gmail.com and I'll answer your questions. I love you so much. Thank you for listening. I've been getting great comments from everywhere basically. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, If you know a friend that needs this, please tell them to listen to it. Um, and believe, right? Because Thessalonians says the word works effectually in you who believe. God bless you so much. See you tomorrow.